Hey there, you're listening to The Caitlin Batcher Show. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about why all those good ideas you have swirling around in your head might actually be holding you back. You'll learn why being an idea chaser is great when you're first starting out in business, but now that you're trying to build momentum, it's keeping you stuck. I'll share why embracing the new identity of problem solver is the key to your success, and I'll give you two simple steps that can help you be the problem solver you need to be so you can have the million-dollar business you want to have. So stay tuned. My name is Caitlin Batcher, creator of Scale with Success, and I'm on a mission to help course creators all over the world grow their business in a way that is profitable and scalable. Join me here each week for revealing conversations about what it really takes to scale an online course business to millions of dollars per year without sacrificing date nights with your partner, vacation with your kids, or spa days for yourself. You'll discover the tough decisions I've had to make, the biggest failures I've had to bounce back from, and the learnings that emerged every step of the way. I am so grateful that I have the chance to share it all with you right here on The Caitlin Batcher Show. Let's get started. If you're like most course creators, you have about 103 great ideas every single day. In fact, having a steady stream of great ideas is part of what helped you get your business off the ground. But... Now that you're trying to build momentum, you feel super distracted by all those great ideas. Where do you put them? How do you know which ideas to pursue? Well, that's what we're talking about today. The reality is that what got you here won't get you there. What will get you to a million dollar business is not a steady stream of ideas, but a system to manage those ideas so you don't end up wasting time and energy pursuing something that won't actually move you forward. I have a two-step process for managing your ideas in a healthy way, and I want to share it with you today. If you've already had seven great ideas since you started listening to this episode, you really need this. So let's get started. Step number one, create a management system to store all your brilliant ideas. So here are three management systems that, while popular, are not helpful. The first system consists of post-it notes all over your wall. Now, this system is not all bad. I mean, it does get those ideas out of your head and onto paper. But the problem is that it can turn into a disorganized mess pretty quickly. The second system that is popular but not helpful is what I call stored in the head. Basically, you have an idea and you keep it in your head. After a while, everything gets so jumbled together that you end up paralyzed in a state of over-analysis. You aren't getting anything done because you're just rehashing the same thing in your head over and over and over. So now that you know what not to do, how do you create a management system to store all your brilliant ideas? The answer is simple. Create a database. A few years ago, I started keeping a business journal. It's where I would store all my ideas and all my questions. It's completely analog, which I like because taking the time to write forces me to slow down my thinking. And if I cross something out, I can still see what was there. It's not permanently deleted. Some of my clients get fancy and they store their ideas on a Google spreadsheet or a Trello board, but that's too many steps for me. 
Once I have an idea, I need to get it straight onto paper fast. Step number two, develop a set of criteria that you will use to make decisions about whether or not you should pursue an idea. When I first started my business, my decision-making criteria was pretty simple. It was, will this make me $100 today? I was trying to get things off the ground and desperately throwing things at the wall to see what stuck. The problem with this approach is that As your business grows, there will always be a $100 opportunity in front of you. And if you keep taking those $100 opportunities, you're going to miss out on the $10,000 opportunities. If you're looking to grow a million-dollar course business, you need to remain focused on those $10,000 opportunities. Another set of decision-making criteria that's very popular is asking yourself, is someone famous doing it? I see this happen all the time. So-and-so launched a membership, so now I'm going to launch a membership. So-and-so is doing an event, so now I'm going to host an event. The problem with this approach is that what you see Ms. So-and-so do is just the tip of the iceberg. You don't know why they're doing it. You don't know the real numbers behind whether or not that is an effective approach. And if you're just starting out, it's likely that they have a much bigger team and much bigger resources to work with than you do. If you're always looking around at what everyone else is doing, you're not going to be able to stay focused on what you need to do. Another set of decision-making criteria is asking yourself, does it sound fun and easy? The problem with this approach is that there are lots of things that sound fun and easy, but just because it sounds fun and easy doesn't mean it's going to move your business forward. Your time is limited and extremely valuable. As CEO, you don't have time to chase shiny objects that sound fun and easy. The growth of your business depends on you to focus your company resources on big problems that need to be solved. So how do you develop a set of criteria that you will use to make decisions about whether or not you should pursue an idea? Stop chasing new ideas and start solving existing problems. Track your metrics consistently to identify problems to solve. There is no time to solve problems that don't matter. And most entrepreneurs do not have a system in place to accurately identify problems that matter. Measuring results over time is something we are relentless about having our clients do for themselves. We don't just tell them what to do. We teach them which data they should collect, and we teach them how to interpret that data so that they can make better decisions. What you measure will change over time. Our clients that are working towards their first six figures in revenue are tracking very different metrics than our clients that are shooting for seven figures in revenue. And the numbers we are tracking in our own multi-million dollar business are different than those who are looking to reach their first million. That's because at every level of success, you will have different problems to solve. In order to identify those particular problems, you will need to track a different set of metrics. Making the decision to be a problem solver instead of an idea chaser is the single best thing that you can do for your business. Now, I want to know your number one takeaway from today's episode. Send me a DM on Instagram or join my free Facebook group and let me know. Are you ready to get off the revenue roller coaster and start generating consistent, scalable income from your online course? 
Join me inside my signature program, Scale with Success, where you'll get the content, coaching, and community you need to successfully implement our proprietary sales and marketing methodology into your business so you can start reaping the rewards of running a highly profitable online course business. Scale with Success is a 12-month group coaching experience exclusively created for online course creators who are ready to transform their business into a lean, mean, scaling machine. What are you waiting for? Click over to CaitlinBatcher.com and apply now.